0: Hello, hello everyone. I hope you guys are doing incredible. My name is Christian, and you are tuned into Talks from Sacred Solidarity. I hope you guys have been enjoying the last couple of days and just soaking in the holiday energy, or whenever it is that you're listening to this, I hope you've just been feeling really, really good. So I feel like the next step that we're stepping into or walking into is going to be finding our friendships, finding our connections, finding our soul family. I feel like recently we've all been and I'm really just getting right into it okay because we're gonna be talking about friendships in this episode and we're gonna be talking about the underrated things in a successful friendship and I've been in a lot of friendships I've been in very successful friendships and also very unsuccessful friendships and in the unsuccessful friendships I know what would have made them more successful and in the successful friendships I can recognize what certain things were different that allowed it to be successful you know for a long period of time of course whenever we connect with anybody and make friends we want longevity in our friendships that is what we want in any relationship or any connection and to be honest even our jobs you know when we want to form relationships with something it's because we want it for the foreseeable future. You know, you don't want the big house to live in it for a year and then have to give it back. You know, most of the time, if you ask someone, would you like the keys to your dream house right now? But you only get to live in it for a year and then you have to, you know, give it back. Or would you like me to give it to you in five years and you get to keep it for the rest of your life? A lot of people would rather wait the five years to prepare to have something forever versus get it right now when they know they're going to, you know, have to let it go. And, you know, people say often that um, as quickly as you get things, you're going to lose them in the same way or the way you get things is going to also be the way that you lose things. And that is true. So I think that. You know, we've done a lot of work on ourselves. I feel like a lot of people have been in hermit mode or the relationship that you've had with yourself has grown over the last year. Even if, you know, you're closer to people or you form new connections or whatever the case may be, you also are closer to yourself. You also are under your understanding yourself on a different level. You're connecting with yourself on a different level. You know yourself on a different level. And that allows you to show up for yourself in a different way. It allows you to make connections in a different way. So. I think that the friendships that we're going to be making moving forward, you know, we're going to be able to see something up front and recognize if someone's going to be for us or not. We're not going to be making excuses on top of excuses for people. We're not going to be accepting or tolerating just anything. And if you're somebody that's still doing this, and I'm not going to say you're a little bit behind the curve, but make sure you deal with this by the time spring comes around, because this is going to be the season of making new connections of, you know, just relating to people differently, understanding people differently, allowing yourself to you know enter great connections that can be long-lasting that can bring longevity into your life that can you know just serve you in ways that you haven't been served before especially for the women here you know it's proven that when women have friend groups like when women have a group of women around them they live longer lives you know women are nurturing we are loving we are caring and having a lot of women in your life that care for you having a lot of women in your life that you can call having a lot of people in general but specifically women Having women in your life, connecting with you, having that divine feminine energy, you know, it's kind of like low-key having a mom, you know, like a lot of people talk about being the mom friend, but when you're a good friend, you're the mom to everybody when they need it. Now, a good friend is going to be low-key mothering themselves, so they're not going to need you to take care of them 24-7, because they're going to be taking care of themselves, okay? Because let's be real, if you are the type of friend, you know, a good friend anyway, you don't burden your friends for everything that you have going on you know certain things you bring to them of course because you want their support you know but other things you might handle for yourself if you know they're going through something as well or you might want to you know deal with it for yourself for a few days so when you do have a conversation with them you're not overwhelmed emotionally you're not triggering them you know you're not just dumping on them and dumping on them you know you're able to maybe express it in a better way you know you're kind of checking yourself emotionally before you bring that energy to somebody else and that's a trait of maturity of course but also a trait of just being able to you know really have that connection and really do that nurturing it starts with you nurturing you and I feel like we've been doing more of that so of course the more you support yourself the more you love yourself like we always say the more you're able to find love in others so I definitely think it's going to be time for us to connect with soul family if you've been wanting to if you've been praying on it I feel like this is going to be the time to make it happen so let's go ahead and get into some underrated things and successful friendships so we can be looking at these things whenever we're trying to make connections versus just focusing on their aesthetic maybe actually before I even get into the things that you should be mindful of let's just start off with what we're not going to be paying attention to and what we're not going to be doing this year and just moving forward forever you are not going to be making friends with people just because you work with them just because you're in the same industry as them. You are not going to be making mom friends just because both of y'all got kids. That's not good enough. You know, you're not going to be making friends with people just because you're married. And so are they that's not good enough either. You're not going to be connecting with people and making these long term friendships or having hopes for long term friendships with mutual friends, people that you meet through somebody else, you don't know them, you don't know anything about them. You don't know their entire friendship with this person. You just don't need to be doing that. You know, we don't need to be doing that you don't need to be meeting people on social media and then connecting with them and telling them your deepest darkest secrets on the first link up you know there's nothing wrong with meeting people online and making friends online but we're going to be talking about some underrated things that you can easily peep from what somebody does on social media, from how someone is around the other people in their life, from how they speak about others. You know, it's not hard to understand somebody's character. I think a lot of times we excuse people's character or we feel like, oh, this is just this person and it won't affect me, but it absolutely will. You know, and ask yourself, if you were a selfish person, if you were a judgmental person, if you were an evil spirited person, a malicious person, a gossiping person, a negative person, that wouldn't affect your friendships? you would have healthy successful friendships carrying all of that you're not like that you're not that type of person and the problems that you've had you wanted to fix them so you obviously know in order to be a friend you have to be somewhat okay spiritually and emotionally energetically you can't be bringing nasty energy around people and you can know somebody's nasty by what they value by what they tweet By the stuff that they have coming out of their mouth. By how they carry themselves when you're around them. By what they're speaking to you about. Now it is true that you know some people might put on a mask for social media and be different. But is that somebody that you really want to have in your life? Somebody that cares that much about strangers that they're willing to masquerade as somebody that they're not. And portray an image of something that's totally different from what they believe in. That's a problem in itself you know. I think that. Um, Some of us give the people that we date a lot of passes. Some of us give our friends a lot of passes. Some of us tolerate a lot from everybody in our lives. But this year, going into this year, stepping into this new chapter, stepping into this season, you are not going to be making friends just because you're not going to be letting people into your life just because and you're going to find some boundaries within yourself. You know, so something that I do, I don't tell everybody in my life every trauma that I've experienced, you know, if it's something that they've experienced, and we've built a friendship and they're talking about it and referencing it you know that I can let them know that I understand where they're coming from but that's not something that I'm going to volunteer like I'm not going to spill my guts let this person in on everything about me you know be completely open and honest and just free and 100 totally 100% transparent you know with someone after you know just meeting them I'm not going to do that and you know this is also something that I do not necessarily purposefully but everybody in my life doesn't know everything about me you know my friends definitely don't there is one friend that knows everything about me but everybody in my life doesn't know everything about me I would say they've they know mostly everything since we've been you know together as friends but I'm not the type of friend that You know, I don't have to let you know everything in my life that I've experienced. Now, mind you, we'll reflect on our experiences and we'll allow those things to help us connect. But a lot of times you end up kind of giving someone a blueprint of how to screw you over or how to violate you or, you know, how to just take advantage of you or they really don't care that much, you know, and like i said you know whenever you end up connecting with someone of course you're going to share more with them of course you're going to be more open with them of course you're going to you know have those girl talks because that's the purpose of having friends but immediately up front that is not something that you need to be doing and somebody that just comes into your life they shouldn't be comfortable trauma dumping on you because you guys haven't built that bond yet so i think it's super important to just make sure that you don't see oh my god this person is telling me everything about you know what's going on with them i just met this person they're already asking me for a thousand dollars they must really trust me i just met this person they're already asking me if i could pick up their baby from somewhere you know they must really value me and think that i'm a responsible person somebody is looking for somebody to use you know and a lot of times we find people they're looking for someone to use they're looking for someone to take advantage of they're looking for somebody to talk down on or invest in something with them or play for a fool or you know help them level up we see it all the time just like in dating a lot of times the people that you meet just because someone is of your same race of your same gender of your same whatever that does not mean that this person is a friend of yours That does not mean that this person should be welcomed into your community, even if somebody is from the same place as you and they've gone through the same things as you. We are all different. And I think a lot of times we make friendships for all of the wrong reasons. We invest spiritually because this is why you don't want to spill your guts. You begin to invest spiritually and emotionally into people when you allow yourself to be at a certain level of vulnerability with them that's why we don't like to be vulnerable once we get our you know once we get our feelings hurt or we get betrayed we develop trust issues which makes it hard for us to be open to people and let them know like well i've experienced this i've experienced this i've gone through this it's hard to do that so after you've been played a few times because of your vulnerability or your vulnerability has been taken for granted or used against you even you're going to be less likely to do that Now, that's something most people experience, you know, being open with someone, being real with someone and having them throw you away or having them not really care about it or having them, you know, like I said, use it against you. But that allows you to be more connected to the relationship because now you're invested even it might not be money it might not even be romance you know this is like just a friend you know but you still get invested in these relationships emotionally you'll feel like someone is your sister you'll feel like someone is your family you will feel like you've known someone forever because you literally have dumped on them in a way that you've created a soul tie with this person You know, so a lot of times and this isn't even, you know, the underrated things that we're going to be talking about. This is just the real about what we what it happens when we allow these people in our lives. You know, as a caring person, as a healing person, you're going to attract energy vampires, people that are looking for people to take advantage of. That's just what it is. You know, if you ever have met a fool in your life, they've connected with a bunch of people that have made a fool out of them. And they do not have a voice and they cannot speak up for themselves and I guarantee you have been a fool before you know if you were the friend that never was confrontational I'm sure they played you for a fool before I've been played as a fool before it is what it is you know I think everybody has been in a situation where they should have spoken up for themselves and they didn't because maybe they wanted to you know prove that they're a really good friend or maybe they wanted to you know just who knows you know who knows but overall we've all been in situations where we know we've needed more protection and we didn't give it to ourselves so we have to make sure that we're showing up for ourselves in the friendship selection process before the friendship even begins in the process of just figuring out can you connect to this person does this person have the same values as you be open to observing and enjoying someone in a different way you know also Different kinds of intimacy. There's other types of intimacy and connection than spirits, You know, just spilling all your beans to somebody on the first date. You know, on the first link up. There are more ways to build a connection other than doing that. So find different ways to connect with people. Find different ways where they can learn about you. You can learn about them and observe. Don't feel like you're a bad person. Don't feel like you can't judge nobody. You're picking who gets to come in your life. You are supposed to judge. And it's not about judging, it's about being selective. You're supposed to make a selection. That's like saying you're about to go to the you know, car dealership and get a car, and you got to walk in blindfolded, give them however much money, you know, give them $100,000, whether it's something from 2001 or something from next year. You're supposed to get them this set amount of money, and they're going to give you whatever, and you're going to walk out and get in the car blindfolded and ride home. When you get home, you're going to see what you got. That don't make no sense, but that's what it sounds like. You're supposed to observe and look and figure out what something is, who something is, how something works. You're supposed to do that before you welcome something into your life and you give something a close, intimate space next to you. You don't know nothing about that. You don't know what that is. You don't know the mileage on it. You don't know who done wrote it before and messed it up. The same thing that we do with dating. You know, when we vet people, we have to do the same thing in friendships. And a lot of us are Very, very messed up friendship wise. You got a lot of dating trauma, but a lot of us have a lot of friend trauma as well. Okay, that was a drag I wasn't even prepared for. Let's just go ahead and get into the underrated things, because, yeah, all that is said to say, choose your friends wisely, choose them real, 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 real wisely. Okay, if you have the gift of connecting with soul family, you want to be mindful of who you are connecting with let's go ahead and get into the list y'all we had to get into a couple things first so let's go ahead and get into the list so the first thing is unconditional honesty a lot of people don't like this but if you don't like unconditional honesty then you're not looking for friends you're looking for fans so if you want some fans you need to go on instagram go on youtube go on tiktok um get on twitch you know become a content creator and get people that's just gonna tell you that you're great every day all day that's never gonna be real with you that's never gonna be honest with you because that's really what you want you know unconditional honesty is really underrated in a successful friendship i have people in my life that are unconditionally honest with me if it's going to hurt my feelings if it's going to you know make me second guess myself make me take a pause before doing something you know they're gonna let me know i've also had people that have given me critique and i've known it's been hate, it's been BS, it's been them projecting on me. You are going to be able to tell the difference when you are also self aware and taking care of yourself, you know. So, if you aren't able to take constructive criticism from people, then you do not need to be connecting with friends because you're going to connect with yes men, you're going to connect with people who are gonna, you know, kiss your ass for lack of a better word. Um, and they're just never going to be able to hold you accountable, they're never going to hold you to a certain standard. So, when you are trying to stop drinking, they're not going to give a. fuck if you drink or not they're not going to care they're not going to hold you to that standard if you are dealing with a toxic ex and you're trying to move on from it and you're in therapy and this person is calling you and calling you and calling you you want them to tell you to answer the phone or you want them to tell you you need to block them, you need to call your people you need to get a new number like what you need to do you want to go to the police you want to get a, a no contact order against them what you want to do or do you want somebody that's going to help you problem solve and make that situation better you know, a lot of us don't want people in our lives, friends or anybody, that tell us when we wrong, that tell us when we lying, that tell us when I don't know why you're saying this, because you know that's not the truth. And if you don't want real friends in your life, then you shouldn't be looking for soul family because soul family is a real friend. Your soulmate, somebody that's here for you spiritually, they don't give a fuck about your flesh. I'm sorry. They don't care what's gonna hurt your flesh. Which going to hurt your ego. This is your highest self talking to their highest self. When you're a soulmate with somebody, it's because the best parts in you and the best parts in them know that you guys need each other. Maybe for a month, maybe for a year, maybe for the rest of your lives. Who knows? We connect with soul mates for different reasons you might have a soul contract which means you might connect with someone and maybe they'll teach you about communication or maybe this could be your first love this could be your soul contract or you might even have a karmic situation a situation that's based on both of y'all's karma in a past life and now you guys are going through that with each other and you're going to have to you know really work to understand the lessons of that and move forward from that and be humble you know everything is a lesson and i always say hello love is the greatest um, vehicle of change And that is true even in who you love and what you love. When you love friends, that is a great vehicle for change for you. Your friends become your family. So you want people in your life that are going to be unconditionally honest with you. You want people in your life that are going to be able to know what you want for yourself and steer you in that direction. That is a friend. And like I said if you do not want friends, you need to get you some fans. They got a whole bunch of people online. Billions of people online all day, making some accounts and get you some fans and stop listening to this. Okay? Because I don't want fans. Ugh. I do not want fans. You know, that's I do not want fans. I do not want fans. I do not want fans. I don't know, because I feel like a lot of Leo's be wanting fans, you know, Um, a lot of Leo's want, you know, a lot of cheerleaders, but that kind of makes me uncomfortable. I like to be cheered on if I'm doing something really, really good. You know what I'm saying? But most of the time, I'm really not even I'm very, very humble. I'm never really looking for applause, you know, for anything that I do really ever, you know, and I think I get that, you know, from my mom. Um, but a lot of Leos, a lot of fire signs, honey, they like a lot of applause. They like a lot of rah-rah for the things that they do. But it just depends. Some people are very humble. And humble, you know, humility is something that I feel you learn through, you know, real life, through brutal, brutal honesty, you know, through learning this is how you fail. This is the mistakes that you've made. This is a problem. This is how you get better. You know, you have to grow. You have to evolve. You have to get better. And you should want people in your life that are going to push you to that. So unconditional honesty, and like I said, if you're not ready for that, then don't step into it. You don't want friends that are going to just always tell you that you're right, always tell you that everybody else wrong but you, you know, keep you delusional, that is not what you want. You know, sometimes we are delusional and we need our friends to, you know, remind us that we are, you know, being crazy. Sometimes we need, you know, to confirm for our friends that, you know, you're right for thinking this, you're right for feeling this way. I think you should move forward with this. Sometimes your friends are going to come to you for confirmation. You know, do you want to be the friend and are you looking for the friend that's going to be delusional with you or that's going to give you confirmation that you do need to move forward and do what you've been thinking about doing. You know, you really have to ask yourself because just like you got to be ready for a romantic relationship, you got to be ready for a friendship as well. Because a friendship is going to require a lot of you. You know, if you're saying that you you want to do one thing and you do another thing, a lot of us do that. We say we're going to do one thing and then we do something totally different and we hide it from our friends. You know, if you say you're going to do something, you might not go back and tell your friends that you did it because you're embarrassed. If you say you're not going to talk to this abusive ex no more and you back talking to them, you might not want to tell your friends about that because you're embarrassed. If your man cheat on you and you mad, you call your friends and you take them back. You're not going to, want to tell your friends that you took them back because you are ashamed. But you need somebody to tell you wasn't you just telling me a couple of weeks ago that you was done with this? You mad at me for making sure you in touch with you? I mean for real. Now somebody should never disrespect you. Ever. Because I guarantee you, if you have friends in your life, you working on yourself, they're working on themselves as well. It's never about disrespect. It's never about violating you, making you feel stupid. It's never about that. It's about meeting you where you are and getting you to understand when you might not be able to see for yourself because you're blinded by love. You're blinded by, even if you have a problem with friends, you know, if you have a friend that's taking advantage of you, you should have another friend that says, you know, it's crazy that this person isn't here for you right now when you're always there for them. You know, it's crazy that, you know, you call this person and ask them for help and, you know, they can help you when they're just choosing not to and you drop everything for them. Like, that's not right. You know, even if you're just telling them it's not right, even if they're just telling you that they know that you deserve better than what you're accepting, that is what you want. You don't want somebody that's going to watch you get treated like shit and never speak up. You don't want somebody that's going to watch you get violated and never say nothing about it. And that's what you're going to end up having. Friends that kiki with you and behind, their, uh, behind your back, they're waiting for your downfall. They're not waiting for you to elevate. They're waiting for your downfall. They're waiting for you to make one wrong move so they can throw you out to the wolves. I mean, you've experienced it. Hello, you've experienced it. You've experienced not wanting friends to tell you certain stuff, or having a friend that maybe did tell you about yourself and you, you know, cut ties with them. Or maybe you were the friend that was being really honest and your friend cut ties with you, you know? because they weren't ready to hear it. Unconditional honesty has to be open on both sides because if somebody needs to maybe speak to you in a different way, you have to be able to express that. You know, communication, of course, is key, but unconditional honesty, very underrated in successful friendship. You have to have unconditional honesty. Okay, next, intentional space apart so intentional space apart is literally exactly what it sounds like if you are going to have space apart from your friends make it intentional you know make sure that you check in with them at least every week every couple of days see that how how they're doing how they're feeling life happens for everybody Um, especially people who are mothers people who are in relationships um, people who have to take care of you know family members you know people who have a really high stress position at work and they're under a lot of stress or they have a big project or something coming up you know um Sometimes people are just in levels of stress in their life, you know, for a season or maybe that's just somebody's, you know, just right now they're in a moment of stress and they're going to be that way for the foreseeable future. You know, maybe that's all the way that you can be there for them. Just checking in on them, making sure that they're okay and never getting to a point where you feel like this person must be mad at me this person has a problem with me you know be intentional about the space that you are spending apart from your friends you know have conversation with them about how they're doing call them you know what I'm saying text them check in on them that can really go a long way if you recognize that someone isn't you know spending time with you we don't ever know what people are experiencing and I think you know we can be very very selfish and attract a lot of selfish friends when we want people that want to be a under our ass 24 7 you know a lot of people i've met when trying to meet new friends they're looking for someone really clingy they're looking for a best friend that they can be with all the time all the time all the time but that is not reality even the clingiest person in the world is going to eventually want a day to themselves but what happens when you are looking for someone like that you're looking for someone that you can spend every day with forever you're more than likely to connect with someone that has an unhealthy attachment style And you're more likely to connect with someone that's going to be codependent on you. So when you need a day off, they're going to call you selfish. They're going to make you feel guilty. They're going to make you feel like you're a terrible person and you're a terrible friend and you never gave a fuck about them and you never loved them. And it was all a lie because you finally need some space to process whatever you have going on versus you being intentional with the space that you spend with someone and letting them know, hey, I'm not feeling my best. I might need some space right now, but you know, I'll check in with you at the end of the week or I just got some really, really crazy news. You know, I'm going to need some space but you know, I'll check in with you at a later day. You know what I'm saying? You wanna be able to still show up for someone anywhere that you can and still be open. Um, but again, you know, be intentional about that space apart. Don't feel guilty about it. There's nothing to feel guilty about. And you shouldn't have a friend that makes you feel guilty about that. Be intentional about the space that you do spend. So when you are apart, you're taking care of yourselves. You're knowing that this person still cares about you, but they have something going on right now and they need your prayers. They need your love. They need your healing energy, you know, and that enough should, um, you know, just keep that friendship fueling because whenever you are feeling bad. that's gonna be the first person that you're gonna call. And I've been experiencing Um, you know a few different situations you know I've experienced being in a space where I needed a friend and you know one friend responded one way another friend responded another way and when I was feeling better again you know I wanted to reach out to the friend that was there in support of me and I've always wanted to reach out to the people that have been there in support of me because you've showed up you made me feel a little bit better even if you were just understanding even if you just say well you know what girl I'm praying for you I'll check on you in a couple of days you know what I'm saying but you got this you might not know what somebody wants hear you might not know what somebody wants to hear so just being able to intentionally love someone from afar without you know feeling any type of way is very very key in successful friendships okay this next one is going to be a bit of a doozy okay so you should definitely seek out friends that are family oriented in a healthy way this is definitely an underrated thing and a successful friendship so what do i mean by family oriented in a healthy way You want to find someone that is at peace and someone that has accepted their family situation. And if they haven't, then they need to be in therapy right now. Okay, you know, everybody isn't going to be super, super close with their family. And that's definitely not what I'm saying. Um, But you want to be with people that have a healthy relationship with their family. You know, you don't want to try and connect with a friend um, where, you know, their family destroys their mood destroys their energy you know sometimes we will be triggered by family but if you are going to be triggered by family you can't let that make you be vicious to other people be nasty to other people violate other people you know sometimes when you are connected to someone that is in an unhealthy situation it's going to affect you it's going to you know bother your energy and it's not to say that you should be you know not sympathetic or not empathetic towards people that are you know dealing with a lot of family stuff but they have to have some type of system in place to be taking care of themselves. It's like, are you gonna go no contact with these people if they're that toxic? Are you only going to see them once or twice a year and you're always gonna make sure that you bring a friend or somebody else with you and that you don't stay in the home so you can control the environment, so you can feel safe because you have somebody that's there with you? You know what I'm saying? You can't just be allowing yourself to enter unhealthy spaces over and over and over and over and over, and over again. You know, you have to have a healthy sense of what family. should should and should not do to you my healthiest relationships are people that know how to deal with their family in a way that serves them and in a way that elevates them in a way that works with them Their family that they can be close to, they're very, very close to. The family that they're not close to, they love them from a distance. They support them from a distance. You know, when they see them, they keep it cute. They're not basing their happiness or their healing journey off of whether, you know, somebody decides to get it together or not. They've moved on. They've seen therapists. They've gone to church. You know, they've talked to God about it. They've done what they can to, you know, work on it and be whole. And now they're in a space where they can seek healthy family in other places places. You know, you have to connect with people who are at that point and it's not going to be a lot of people. It might be a lot of people because I feel like therapy is on a rise lately. You know, hopefully it is a lot of people. Hopefully everybody has been, you know, in their home and doing the work. I do feel like a lot of people, the majority of us, we are aware of our problems, our triggers, our issues. We've seen it firsthand. And, you know, if you have seen it firsthand, then you have to have some exercises and some practices that you're doing to make those things better um, so you can continue to grow and continue to elevate. But you want to be able to connect with people who are able to have relationships that serve them in family. It has to be healthy. It doesn't have to be buddy-buddy. It doesn't have to be what it was when they was kids. It just has to be healthy for them. You know, they have to have a way that they're able to cope. They have to have, even if they have to reach out for you for help, they have to have a system that they're using to deal with those things. Um, And if they don't, then, you know, you should encourage them to step into that. You should encourage them to look into that. Everybody can't have the family group therapy and everybody gets healed and everybody becomes a big old happy family like the end of the Tyler Perry movie. Everybody can't have that, you know, and that's not necessarily the goal. Of course. Well, yeah, that is a goal. Of course, that would be the goal for everybody to be on one accord in a family. But that's not always the case. And family issues really, 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 really affect us on a whole nother level. That family trauma hits different. It really, really hits different. So something underrated in friendships is someone who is dealing with their family trauma. And if you've ever had a friend with a lot of family trauma, then you understand as they get older and they have their own children, they come into their own lives, that stuff doesn't go away. It just affects them differently. So they have to deal with that um, because you know when someone is allowing themselves to get beat up consistently by anybody, whether it's emotionally, spiritually, spiritually, financially taken advantage of, whatever the case may be, it's always going to negatively affect the relationships in their life. Because of course, you're gonna want someone to get out of that toxic environment and they're gonna be tethered to it. They're going to be in a space where they don't want to leave. They're going to be in a space where it is what it is. And they're going to stay there and tough it out, you know, and you don't have to be a friend to that person. You don't have to be a savior to that person. You don't have to be, you know, a safe space for that person. If that's going to trigger you, Um, everybody isn't for everybody. And sometimes you're able to realize, okay, you know, this person has a lot of unhealthy stuff going on in their family. So do I, but I can handle mine. They're not handling theirs. And it's triggering me because I have to constantly be reminded of the things that I went through. I have to constantly be reminded that, you know, this is a problem and this is a problem and this is an issue. You know what I'm saying? So... I think that we should connect with people who, you know, their healing journey allows you to heal as well. You know, you shouldn't be connecting with people who trigger you. If you've dealt with abuse in a past relationship, physical abuse, and you connect with a friend and they're getting physically abused on a regular basis and that's just how their relationship is, they physically abuse each other and that triggers you, that should not be a friend for you. And that might suck because you guys might go great, well, you guys might go great together, but that friendship could be detrimental to your healing quite literally. So why is that valuable? Why is that worth your healing? You know, you can't be friends with everybody. It sucks but you're not going to be friends or you're not going to be able to have healthy relationships with everybody. You know, certain stuff will trigger you. It will bother you. It will negatively affect you. And there's nothing wrong with that because everybody has triggers. You just have to know yours and you shouldn't try to force yourself to accept the triggers, the problems, the issues, you know, that anybody else is coming with just because, you know, you have your own. We all have our own and we should be dealing with our own. That's basically what I'm saying. It's very underrated to have a friend that is dealing with their shit. You cannot be the therapist. You can be maybe a therapist, you know, like helping them on the the side of their own therapist. But they need to be going to somebody and seeing some help. You don't have to be their spiritual advisor. They need to find one and put them on a payroll you know? And I think everybody should do that. If you know you have a lot of trauma, you need to have a strong relationship with God. You need to find a church that you can go to. You need to find a spiritual advisor. You need to find a spiritual group that you can connect with on a daily basis, on a regular basis. Or you just need to have a very, 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 very strong connection with God. Now I do think spiritual community is important. So have a friend that you can pray with, you know, have someone that shares your belief system, but you have to have a system where you're able to take care of your own trauma. And that is very underrated. You know, women have a lot of trauma but that trauma isn't just going to go away it's going to stay in your body and turn you toxic eventually if you are not dealing with it so make sure that the friends that you're connecting with that they are aware of their trauma that they're handling it that they're working on it that they're dealing with it and that you aren't you know having to just absorb all of that energy okay I feel like this one is gonna be super obvious or it should be obvious active healing and awareness and self-sufficient um these are definitely some things that are underrated in a successful friendship you should want friends that are self-sufficient if you want a friend that wants you for everything then again you might need to have a baby or something um or you know start volunteering with you know people that have needs so you can serve them but you should not be making friends friendships based on how you can be of service to someone how you know someone needs to need you like that's really not healthy Um, because if you're someone that feels that way you don't feel you know needed or valued or loved unless you are a necessity in someone's life unless you're like a dire need then chances are you don't ever really ask for help chances are you're very very hard on yourself chances are you have a lot of people around you and all they do is help 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 you not help 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 they beg 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 you know help 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 is the last thing they're doing they begging and begging and begging and when you need help you got to go ask somebody else because they're not going to help you you know chances are that's not really a healthy dynamic you know If you're a very helpful person, then you should find people that are very helpful as well. And they will be self-sufficient. And when you do need them, they're going to be able to help you because they are self-sufficient. You know, what's the point of always taking care of people where you can't do the same thing for them? You know, people... Adults are not children. If you have children, then take care of them. But you should not be taking care of any adult person. You know, any adult person should be taking care of themselves. Um, It's not healthy for you to meet a friend and they want to move in with you immediately because they need a place to stay. Same thing with dating. You know, you wouldn't let somebody you just met. You wouldn't be paying their bills. You wouldn't be driving them around town. You know what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in a web where you're allowing somebody to take advantage of you because that is exactly what will happen you know when you feel like your biggest service or what you bring to someone more than anything are the things that you can do for them like no you know you are so much more valuable than that and I always tell my friends or my people in my life that are very very helpful before you offer anybody anything see what they offer you first And see if they're a generous person themselves, because someone that's truly generous is going to offer you advice. They're going to offer you help. They're going to say often, you know, if you ever need anything, you know, let me know. Oh, you have this event. If you need help setting up, girl, let me know. You know, you're not going to have to, you know, offer anything for them for them to offer anything to you, you know. So allow the generosity to flow naturally. Don't feel like you have to be the one to, you know, start taking care of people. Allow someone to take care of you. You know, see if they take care of other people in their lives. You know, see if they're pouring into other people. You know, be aware of that. See if someone is self-sufficient because you don't want to end up in a friendship where you feel guilty about having to cut them off, you feel guilty about, you know, having to take space from them because they need you. And now it's built a relationship where you feel like you can't separate yourself from them and if you do you're a bad friend and this that, and the third no 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 you do not need to feel that active healing and awareness okay someone who is actively healing if you recognize that somebody is not setting boundaries are they working to set boundaries are they working to take care of themselves? Are they working to do anything different? You know, you wanna make sure that they are. If you have somebody in your life that keeps having the same kind of friends or they keep meeting the same kind of person and going through the same kind of drama and issues and they don't ever say, I need to figure out why I'm connected with these people. I don't know what's wrong. You know, you can always tell when someone wants better for themselves you can always tell that so allow yourself to be open to that allow yourself to be in a space where you are ready to see you know how someone can help you elevate how someone can help you grow um and you know don't feel like you have to be the problem solver don't feel like you have to be the fixer the people in your life that are friends should be taking care of themselves and whatever you do for them should be extra whatever you do for them should be extra You know, you should have to serve as maybe the second lifeline for someone, not the first. They should be able to take care of themselves. There might be certain situations where they might need your advice. But, you know, a friend should never expect you to fix all of their problems, handle all of their problems, solve all of their problems. You know, you ain't nobody mama. You know what I'm saying? And you are not anybody's spouse. You know, so everybody really needs to be self-sufficient. And you do not want to connect with people who are just going to use you and take advantage of you, of course. And again, someone who's aware of themselves, someone who can recognize, I want better. How can I make something better out of this? What am I doing that keeps allowing me to fall into these same patterns? You know, I wanna stop struggling. I wanna stop being so negative and feeling so negative. I wanna stop feeling bad. How can I make myself feel better? What can I do to help myself elevate? You know, you should have people in your life that are um, very aware of themselves. And a lot of times we connect with people that are very oblivious, you know, to what they need to do, what they need to heal, We're not even thinking about that. We're just trying to figure out what kind of foundation they use and if they like to go to the club and take pictures beforehand because you need a friend that can take your pictures. That's what you're worried about. You need to try to find a really good photographer or you need to get you a really good tripod bookie and you need to thug it out by yourself for the time being okay but you need to make friends who are aware of themselves who know what they need to do differently who are working to fix it very very underrated thing you know and a lot of times someone can say oh that's not nobody's business or oh da, 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 da. yes it is i'm sorry but if you want to be my friend it is my motherfucking business if you're gonna therapy if you're taking care of yourself if you healing if you love the lord that's my business because you're gonna be in my life in my home okay around my husband around people in my life that I love around my family and you think that don't matter baby I need to know I need to know I need to know your character and you should want to know their character as well because we keep ourselves to a high standard you keep yourself to a very high standard you wouldn't do certain things to a friend you have standards there are certain things that you would not do to someone if you love them you should demand the same thing from other people seriously very underrated, you know, do not feel like you're being picky, do not feel that way because this is what soul family looks like because I guarantee you the soulmates they're going to challenge you as well. They're going to say to you, "Hey, you know you need to be doing better. You know you need to rest. You know you need to take better care of yourself." They're going to hold you accountable too. It's not going to be like you're the only one being particular. They're going to be particular as well, which is going to make it even better because they're going to have better relationships, better friendships. You know, you're not going to have to have a friend in your life and all of their friends are taking advantage of them. Or every time they date somebody or connect with somebody, they're terrible. No, when you think like this, when you focus on friends like this, you're going to be able to connect with people who are on their journey as well, who are taking care of themselves as well. It shouldn't be all on you to heal somebody, they have to be doing it first, they have to want it first, and then you can support them in that. And this is the last one, and this is definitely a drag for sure. This is a drag for everybody, okay? Very underrated very underrated thing in a successful friendship someone that is not judgmental and someone that has no interest in drama okay your friends do not need to be up under neighborhood talk shade room it's on site they don't need to be up under all of the blogs getting all of the tea and all the tea pages all the mess all the drama every thread on twitter they can't get off their phone i'm sorry I'm sorry. Now, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 28. So I'm assuming that if you're here, you're grown. And, you know, if you are grown, you know, like if you're 18 or if you're 16, if you're 21 and you still want hot girlfriends, there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to be aware of what comes with hot girlfriends that are focused on drama. Um, Because when I, you know, the child of God that I am, when I had my hot girlfriends and we was watching love and hip hop every day, our lives were like love and hip hop. OK, people, beans was cheating on them. It was all kind of drama. It was all kind of mess. People didn't like you and they didn't even meet you. I had people that didn't like me and they didn't even know my real name. They had never met me before. They just didn't like me and brought it up to everybody they would be around. That's nuts. And when I cut them friends out of my life, there was no more drama in my life. Maybe maybe people were still talking, but I didn't know about it because I shouldn't know about it. Okay, if I have friends in my life, they should never, ever, ever be around anybody that has my name in their mouth in a negative way. And if they are, I shouldn't have to say nothing about it because they gonna do it for me. I don't have to speak for myself if my friend is there. That's another reason you need to have a friend, somebody that can speak up for you when you can't speak up for yourself. You know, when you have people in your life that are interested in drama, you know, you're not looking at the stuff online because you hate it. You're not looking at that because it makes you throw up you're looking at it because you like it because you enjoy it you know i can't watch women fighting all day i can't watch women cussing each other out and sleeping with each other man and treating each other terribly women that's you know 30 years old 40 50 years old that's embarrassing that's shameful to me i don't want to be looking at that Now, mind you, that's all I used to watch when I was in high school. That's all we used to watch when we was in college. We used to be on that. And we was also on the mess, on the drama. The tea was rolling. Like That's what you are looking at and what you're consuming is absolutely what you attract. It's absolutely what you attract. I meet the most beautiful women now. I connect with the most beautiful women. And, you know, I'm watching stuff about, you know, women that are actually friends. You know, I'm watching stuff about women actually growing together, actually having real conversations, you know. And it's not to say that, you know, I'm never going to look at no tea because it's all over social media. But that's not my cup of tea, honey. The tea today is not my cup of tea. You know, when you're looking at the shade room when you're looking at all of these different you know pages they spew so much hate towards the black community y'all they spew so much hate towards black children it's really disgusting and um if you're still on that then girl you're just gonna have to find people in your life that's on that but I'm telling you they're gonna bring mess into your life they're gonna bring drama into your life because they like seeing other people doing bad that makes them feel better I don't want to know who been married for all them years is cheating on, that's ter- I, that's terrible for me to look at I don't want to look at that foolishness. If it's foolishness, I don't want to look at it. Like I cannot consume garbage. And there's a lot of garbage online. But if you are fueled by that and it makes you feel good, it's only a few reasons why that's going to make you feel good. Either you like knowing that somebody else is doing worse than you. You like being able to talk about somebody else because it takes the attention off of you. You get some type of satisfaction from seeing people act like absolute asses. And I mean, I think that's a small percentage of the population because most people that we see... In these comments you take a time out of your job out of your day to comment trash to people online to gossip and talk about friends you know i think i've told this story multiple times i had a situation in a friend group where the friends was talking shit about each other and they were like we all talk about each other i was like huh i'm not talking about y'all we all talk about each other what kind of shit is this and you best believe this is when motherfuckers was watching um I love and hip-hop basketball wives all of this bs tv bad girls club honey these women busting each other upside the head and y'all think this normal this is not normal this is not regular we watch this on tv we shouldn't be doing this to each other in real life but that's what happens life imitates art what you're looking at and what you're consuming it doesn't matter if you're 15 or 55 that is what you're going to want to be that's what you're going to want to step into you know as women there's so much pressure on us to look like this to feel like this i think it's kind of ingrained in some women to be judgmental of others because we're so judgmental of ourselves. you know when you hold yourself to a certain standard like all of these women that's talking trash about ashanti um you know having this baby supposedly she might not even be pregnant we don't even know if she's pregnant but you know anytime somebody gets pregnant out of wedlock everybody's always talking about that chances are your mama was not fucking married when she had you you was not married when you had your motherfucking children you're not married right now you know what i'm saying like that's the motherfucking chances. Or chances are you have a home girl that had a baby out of wedlock. Of course people are not supposed to be having babies out of wedlock, but that is what people is doing. So it is what it is. It's not your business. It does not hurt you. You know, I really have to ask myself, why do I care about something that is about somebody I will never meet that does not help, hurt, or harm me in any way? It has nothing to do with me at all. Nothing. It's completely irrelevant to my, uh, irrelevant, irrelevant. Can I not speak? Irrelevant, that's what I'm trying to say. It's completely <laughs> irrelevant Can I not speak? Can I not say irrelevant? Irrelevant? Okay, you guys know what I'm trying to say. It does not matter. (laughs) It does not matter to my life what somebody else has going on. If anything, it just gets you fired up. It gets you aggravated. You start looking into this and into this and into this and into this. It's so easy to get sucked into stuff that does not matter. You have to be very, very careful with stuff like that. So, of course, as girls, as women, you know, you always going to spill the tea and talk about what's going on. But that does not have to be your focus. It should not be your focus. You know, in all of my friendships, we talk about what we have going on with each other that's what we talk about we very rarely talk about mess and if we do it's like girl they so crazy and we get back to talking about what we have going on we do not spend all day downing people trashing people talking about mess talk about tea that is not what we do and I can recognize a huge difference between my friendships where all we do is just talk about trash and my friendships where we focus on ourselves I can like see an entire difference in those two connections it's literally night and day so what you put into connections when you feed connections and also what you feed yourself is really going to be important so don't think that it's just cute or it's just whatever or it's not that big of a deal it is that big of a deal you know you do not want people in your life that are bringing drama into your life period okay guys we got into a lot of tea i hope you guys really 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 enjoyed i really enjoyed this episode you know i really enjoyed this episode i feel like You know, we're gonna really be able to make some great, great connections moving forward. I'm really excited to make some great connections um and you know i hope you guys are as well i'm really interested into seeing how everything goes make sure that you guys are following sacred solidarity on instagram because we're definitely going to be getting back into having events very soon you guys know me i am not a cold weather girly i am a summer girl so the fact that it's been cold in dallas really has me like honey i don't know what we're gonna be able to meet because i don't know who is going to show up or how many people is going to show up and i have to make sure that the weather is giving what it needs to give So we're definitely going to be having some events soon. I'm really excited about it. Um, And I hope you guys are ready for some, you know, some new things as well. So make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Sacred Solidarity. So you can be aware of the events. We're going to be doing virtually and all of that. I really appreciate you guys as always. I hope you loved this conversation. And of course, I'm going to be posting about this on the Instagram. So make sure you give me some feedback in the comments about how you felt. Um, But I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. I thank you guys for being here. And I hope that, you know, moving forward, you're gonna be able to make some of the best connections that you've ever had in your life. You know, I hope that we're really able to, you know, set ourselves up for so much success in relationships and really just connect with each other in a beautiful way. So I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. And I hope you guys have a good one. Thank you for tuning in as always and I will see you guys next time. Bye guys, bless.